When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Get it? The Bird Show. Few people online have asked me the same question. Um, if I knew how difficult or how challenging it would be to get off of anxiety meds, would I have started taking them in the first place 20 years ago? And my answer to that would be absolutely. <laughs> I am. Uh, it, it served its purpose at the time. Um, if you're a new listener, I've been on Effexor now for 20 years, small, small amount, but I'm not sure that I'm that anxious of a guy anymore. And I've been on it for so long that I want to find out. So I've been weaning myself slow, slowly off of it, and it's been challenging. Uh, it hasn't been brutal, but it's been challenging. Um, that said, um, man, it sure did take the edge off for 20 years, so I'm not taking that 20 years back, that's for sure. But here Cassie is now, and she's just starting this journey. I am, and it's one I've been thinking about for a while, and it's one of those weird things where I know people who take anxiety meds, like Kristen, you've been so open about your journey with Lexapro and anxiety, but for some reason, I just never was like, that's not for me. Like, I don't, not like I don't need it, and not like I'm better than it. I just was in a place where I didn't think I qualified for it. Does that make sense? Like, I just, oh, I can handle what's going on. And long story short, after I had my first child, I got into like a really bad postpartum depression state. It was really dark for me. And then my OCD flared up in my anxiety. I would have intrusive thoughts about death and dying constantly throughout every day. And I couldn't handle things like things like um, horror movies. Couldn't watch them because it would just trigger me. News, if a a child passed away, I would go into an emotional spiral and the afternoon would be shot. And I wouldn't be able to, I'd be able to function, but I'd be emotionally wrecked. To the point, too, if I saw anything horrific on TV, I'd sleep with the lights on because I would need to be able to see immediately my surroundings. And none of this was a red flag for me for some reason. I wouldn't let mail come in past a certain section in the door. We had clean areas of our house. Um, If a kid's toy touched the floor in a certain part of the house, it had to be immediately washed, even if it just came out of the washer. And and there was a question in your mind that you didn't need the meds? Well, (laughs) no, because I thought... There were several things that happened, and it was. I thought it was, this is what it's like being a mom. I thought it was hormones, and we were in the middle of a pandemic. So it kind of all... It clouded. Yeah, yeah crashed. Clouded. Yeah, together. And I was like, I guess this is what being a mama bear is now. You're just paranoid about everything. And I didn't really have the resources in place to tell me, you know, that's not normal. And the people who did tell me it was normal, like from family or friends, I'm just like, well... You were a mother like 40 years ago. Things are different now. We know more, (laughs) you know, and so I just went about my life and it, it started, it would mess with me sometimes, like, especially trying to go to bed. I had to make sure all appliances were unplugged. If I was halfway to work and I thought I left the the hair straightener in, I'd turn around and go back just to double check it. Because for me, even though the odds of something happening were slim, the consequences of that, if that thing did happen was unfathomable and I couldn't have that happen. So it didn't really interfere with my day-to-day that much, which is why it just didn't occur to me to do it. And I was also breastfeeding, and I know it can be safe, but again, the paranoia and the anxiety set in, so I was like, I don't want anything 
in my body at all. I, w- I wouldn't even take Advil while I was pregnant. Like it just, I didn't want it. So recently I took a look at my life and I was like, all right, I actually think if I'm being honest with myself and looking like the anxiety is actually impeding my life in ways I didn't realize. Mm-hmm. It's making home life very difficult. I mean, the amount of times I had to do the washing machine and certain chemicals can't touch the other clothes. Like it was like a weird little matrix of rules that only I knew what was appropriate and what wasn't. And my husband was so amazing in going along with all of this, but I know it was stressing him out and I could see it starting to stress my relationships and I didn't feel like myself. And I realized, you know, I think at one point people were so mean online whenever I'd talk about my anxiety, I felt so much shame about it that I wouldn't want to talk to anyone about my feelings because I felt shamed by strangers online, but other people in my life as well. And it it got to the point where I felt like I wasn't allowed to talk about any of my anxiety because I would just be written off as highly neurotic and OCD. And so I also got to a point where I couldn't really tell what was real and what wasn't. And I don't mean like I was hallucinating. I just meant I could not assess a threat level appropriately Mm. because everything was DEFCON to me, DEFCON 1. And so I wasn't really able to distinguish. So things that I would say or share that were really important to me, other people would be like, well, that's nonsense. That's not important to me. And then they would deride me for it. And then I would get very confused. And I just sat in the spot where I lost my self-confidence. I lost my ability to, you know, feel confident in my decisions and, and stick by who I was and the things I believed because I couldn't trust myself any longer All I knew was I was keeping my family safe the best way that I knew how. And it sounds worse than it was. It's not like I was locking us all in a basement. It's just, it was really centered around germs and cleanliness. So, you know, after honestly listening to Kristen talk, and thank you so much for being so open, Kristen, with your journey, um, I decided to talk to my doctor about going on it. And I had been prescribed Prozac years back when I had the postpartum depression, but then I got pregnant with my son and I didn't want to take it. And so I started taking Lexapro at the end of December. Um, and I hadn't, I told my husband and I told a couple of people, um, Kristen, I, you knew, Bert had known. And I really just wanted to see where it could take me because at this point, and one thing that really pointed me in the right direction is I had started taking a supplement called berberine. Don't take anything without talking to your doctor, but it was something for anxiety. And I started to feel the edge come off a little bit. And I was like, well, if a natural herb can do this for me, maybe it's time that I see what actual medication can do for me. Um, so I started taking it and it felt it felt like a relief because when I took the tests, I found out I had anxiety, I had OCD, and then I had, and they were mild, but surprisingly fairly moderate depression, which I didn't realize I had. If you had talked to me, I wouldn't have said I was depressed. I just didn't recognize it because that's just how my life was now. And I started taking it and it felt like a physical weight was lifted from my shoulders. Like my chest no longer felt heavy. I no longer felt the pressure. And I started noticing when I started having intrusive thoughts or the compulsions around checking the stove or the doors several times, I was able to control it and be like, it's fine. You checked it and trust myself that I checked it and it was good enough. Doesn't it feel so good to have trust in yourself again? It does. And I started to feel like myself coming back. And it's like, Mm -hmm. Bert, I think you had given the analogy a while ago. Like if you don't know you need need glasses, then you put them on. You're like, wow, this is what the world's supposed to look Uh like. It started to do that for me. And we kind of went from grayscale to a little bit of color. And I was like, all right, I feel 
more like myself than I have to the point where actually some listeners who are very sweet reached out and they they didn't know but they were like I don't know what you've done since the holidays but you just seem different and lighter and I'm like well it's drugs <laughs> 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 um, and so it was a rocky start I'll be honest I don't I don't want to sugarcoat any of it um, I didn't react super well to the Lexapro I didn't have a fog but nausea I was tired every day I'd wake up with panic attacks at 3 a.m. shaking, but then my body got used to it, and that's when I started to feel a little more in control, but I didn't feel like I was quite there yet. It felt like I could see the light at the end of the tunnel. Like, I was in a dark room, and now we had a nightlight turned on, and then I could, so the nightlight allowed me to see kind of what I had been missing, but we're not in full technicolor yet. So, I mean, I can share. I literally met with my doctor yesterday and we upped my dosage some more to see if that's going to help regulate because now I'm in a place where I can see my old self inside, but she's not like fully out of the cage yet. Like, I, I don't know how to access that. And it sounds very strange, but until you've lived in a world where you rationally remember your old self and how happy you were, but you can't quite flip that switch mm -hmm. on. It's this weird dichotomy of I miss my old self, but is this just who I am now as my life just changed and trying to find that balance because mm -hmm. the doctor said, when's the last time you were happiest in your life? And I could just say childhood, but I don't expect to get my childhood happiness back. I was naive and innocent. Everything was taken care of. So I, she, I said in recent history, it was before I had kids. And it's not because oh of the kids. It's because <laughs> right. of the hormonal changes and the life changes and the lack of sleep and just everything basically in my life blowing up and getting turned upside down. Um, so I'm still on the journey. It's mm -hmm. definitely taken the edge off. We'll see if Lexapro is still right. But I definitely have a better control on the anxiety and OCD parts. To the point where now I actually feel like I can watch horror movies. I don't feel triggered if I read about a very sad death or news. It's not going to send me into a spiral. I can shut it down and turn it off and, and deal with it in a way I couldn't before. And so I think I'm sharing this because if you've been on the fence, not really because of the stigma, but because maybe you just, it didn't occur to you that these drugs could help you because you didn't think you had enough trauma or you didn't have enough physical reactions. Because I think... When I had listened to Kristen, you always talked about your anxiety. It, it manifests physically as well. And I was like, well, I don't have that. So I don't have panic attacks. So it's not for me. Um, but it might be for you. And there's no shame in talking to your doctor about it and taking some of the tests that they, they're like written tests and they can evaluate you for depression or anxiety. Yeah. So proud of you. Thank you. Really. Thank you. Well, if one of the side effects is this scratchy Sophia Bush voice that you have this morning, <laughs> I'm all for it. Oh, I'm obsessed with Sophia Bush. No, this is this is Saturday night, too much shouting, teaching my kid how to do her projective voice for her presentation. <laughs> then I was on the floor working on the presentation with her, and my back hurt, so I slept on my back all night and snored, and now I sound like this. So, I'm mad at it. I'm mad at it. Well, don't get used to it. It's the Bird Show. Get it? The Bird Show.